condescending concern. So you're not ready to deal with comments like, oh, you look so thin, but they don't really say it in a good way. Or are you eating enough? Or is everything okay with you? I noticed that you're losing weight. And so those condescending kind of comments that don't feel good, you have to learn how to create the emotional resiliency and emotional boundaries to not let that negativity in. Hi, I'm Dr. Morgan Nolte, geriatric physical therapist, weight loss coach, and passionate disease prevention expert. I used to struggle with emotional eating, sugar cravings, and consistency. Then I learned how to lose the mental and physical weight once and for all with a low insulin lifestyle. Each week on the Reshape Your Health podcast, you'll learn simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're ready to create a body and life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Reshape Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Nolte, and today I'm covering eight signs you're afraid of weight loss success. Now, if losing weight or getting healthy is a strong desire on your heart, you might think, what is she talking about? I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of success, but there are some sneaky limiting thoughts that have come up repeatedly in coaching that I wanted to share with you today, just to see if you resonate or identify with any of them. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to give you a few journal prompts that you can use to dig deeper into your own fears and some solutions on how to overcome them. So I broke down these eight signs into two general categories of fear. And the first fear is fear of being different or getting attention. So the first sign is that you have a hard time accepting compliments, and these might be a genuine compliment. Maybe someone's telling you, oh, you're looking so great, or man, I love how that shirt looks on you, or what are you doing? I Tell me about what you're doing. And you're just simply not ready to receive those compliments. You're not ready to receive the positive attention. You're not allowing that positive attention in. And that could be for various reasons. Um, Several times in coaching, this has come up where when they received positive attention in the past, uh, for example, from a male, that wasn't always an emotionally safe situation or it didn't lead to an emotionally safe situation. So that could still be going on in their subconscious brains that positive attention equals emotional unsafety. So that's one to really dig into. The second is a compliment that's actually someone else fishing for reassurance or encouragement from you. So this would be something like, Hey man, you're looking great. So they put you up, but then they put themselves down. Oh, I am so bad at this area of my life or man, I wish I could get it together. So they're just giving you a compliment and then they're dumping their own weight, emotional baggage on you. And you're just not ready to to absorb that, or you don't have a strong enough boundary to just let that fall at your feet. And maybe very, very deep inside of you, a strong value of yours is to make other people comfortable. And maybe that's kind of making them uncomfortable. Your success makes someone else uncomfortable. And so that's something that you're going to have to wrestle with as you continue to lose weight and gain better control of your health is 
how am I going to create that emotional boundary where my success could make someone else feel unsuccessful? Okay. Uh, the third one under this category of the fear of being different or getting attention is that you're afraid that your friends or family, maybe some colleagues might not find you relatable anymore because talking about your weight woes or health woes is a central part of the relationship or conversation. And if you have this dialed in, not only will you have less to contribute, but no one really likes unsolicited advice, right? And so you don't really want to be forced in a place where like, Oh, I don't want to give unsolicited advice. So I think that's kind of a really sneaky one. Um, often when I'm at like Panera or workplace lunch rooms, I'll listen in, I'll eavesdrop on conversations. And so often they are about the latest diet that they're trying or the latest medication that they had to be put on or how crappy they feel, how they don't have any energy. And so people really do commiserate about weight and health issues. And if you have that dialed in, you're no longer going to want to be a participant in those conversations. And so you're going to have to wrestle with, well, how do I remain relatable with my friend group, with my colleagues, or maybe do I need to find a different support system here? Uh, the fourth one is to that, that you're making choices. So based around the fear of being different or getting attention that you make choices to keep the, the peace or fit in rather than making choices that are fully aligned with your beliefs and values. This comes up very often, for example, when eating out with a group of friends, and I've talked about this in a previous episode, you become the, the thermostat, not the thermometer. So you're kind of a chameleon to other people's food and drink preferences instead of really holding strong to your own. That's definitely um, a sign that you're afraid of weight loss success because again, you're not quite sure how to deal with those feelings of being different. Okay. So under the next category, we have fear of perceived or real criticism, opinions, and judgments of others. So the first sign here is that you worry about what other people will think, um, as you lose weight and specifically you're worried if other people are going to think that you think you're better than them. So that's a really big perceived fear that I hear quite often, either, um, directly or indirectly that they're worried about, um, if other people are going to think that they think they're better than them. And that's not the, that's not true. You're just making different choices. Uh, the second sign under this category, um, is that kind of you're worried that you won't fit in when you go out to eat with your friends and like you're making different choices. So this one is a similar sign to going out to eat, making different choices, being the thermostat, not the thermometer, but this can actually go under both categories of fear because you might be just not ready to accept any opinions or judgments, um, from other people. Like you just don't want to deal with it. So that one definitely goes under both fear categories. And the next sign, um, this is, this is kind of a tough one, genuine concern or condescending concern. So you're not ready to deal with comments like, oh, you look so thin. 
but they don't really say it in a good way. Or are you eating enough? Or is everything okay with you? I noticed that you're losing weight. And so those condescending kind of comments that don't feel good, you have to learn how to create the emotional resiliency and emotional boundaries to not let that negativity in as you continue your weight loss success. Uh, The next one is the fear of having to defend your choices or your approach to weight loss to your friends and family. Um, And this one can be really strong for some people, especially introverts who maybe a certain approach is working for them, but their loved ones think they should do something else or their loved ones think, oh, that's crazy. Uh, Intermittent fasting is a hot topic, for example, or low carb. You know, there's so many different strategies to lose weight and everyone has their opinion. And again, it's that unsolicited advice that no one wants and that you feel like you have to defend yourself and you just don't want to. So that can be really frustrating. Uh, Again, it comes down to some boundaries. So a few things as I was doing a little bit of reflecting for this episode, I wanted to share some things that have helped me um, in my own journey to not only just weight loss success, but life success in general. I really like the works of Brene Brown, and she had the quote that I'm not interested in the opinions of people in the cheap seats. And that actually came from or was drawn from a more lengthy quote by Teddy Roosevelt. And I'm going to read that to you, but essentially what Brene Brown is saying is unless you're in the arena, getting your butt kicked, doing the work, unless you're doing what I'm trying to do, I'm not interested in your feedback. You can give it to me if you want, but I'm going to let it fall at my feet and I'm not going to let it penetrate my soul and get in the way of my progress. Okay. So this is the longer quote from Teddy Roosevelt. Um, I think the, the speech is called the man in the arena. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions? Who spends himself in a worthy cause? Who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement? And who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly? so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. And so Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly, really is drawn from that speech. So it's a, it's a fun read if you want to do that. I think that those are two pretty powerful perspectives on fear of criticism, especially from or perceived judgments of others or perceived opinions of other people about how you're losing your weight. You know, you do your thing. That's a really important lesson to take away here to get over the fear of success is this is a mindset block, which can be overcome. You got to do your thing and you have to work on this mindset stuff um, relentlessly until you really feel in control of your thoughts. 
Because as Napoleon Hill said, fear, fears are nothing more than a state of mind. Okay. And then someone else, I, it's attributed to many different people said, fear stands for false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. That's all that these negative emotions are. They're driven by fear-based thoughts that produce that fear. They're produced by limiting thoughts. And so in order to really conquer, identify, and fix these limiting thoughts, you have to get really granular and specific with where they're coming from. And so as I described it to a client this week and in previous weeks, pretend like there's a ball of yarn in your brain and it's all tangled up about this whole weight loss success and, or weight loss failure, whatever it is for you. But the topic of today's episode was weight loss, fear of weight loss success. And so pretend like the, the journal prompts that I'm about to give you are like pulling on that little thread to untangle the ball of yarn in your brain. This can be done with a counselor too, but I personally think that the most insights that I've gleaned in my lifetime are when I'm talking to myself through writing in a journal and I can see my own thoughts and I can reflect on them. So journaling can be really helpful to overcome limiting thoughts. Here's a few journal prompts that you can consider trying to get over the fear of weight loss success. When I think about weighing X, whatever your weight is in your head that you're like, I cannot get past that weight. It can either be that weight or it can be your goal weight. Whenever I think about weighing, insert your number, I feel, and then start writing. Another one is whenever I think about weighing, insert your number, I'm afraid at that. And then start writing. Two more are, I'm worried that when I lose weight, dot, 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 start writing about your worries about, about weight loss, about weight loss success. Um, and then specifically related to the positive attention one, because that one can be, um, all of them really, but this one especially can be linked to some emotional trauma that should be worked through, um, ideally in a very, very safe place is I don't want positive attention because, okay. And then after you go through those journal prompts and you really dig into your mindset, it's almost like a brain dump on paper. You want to go back through it and read your own words. And as you do so, ask yourself, is this thought rational or is it based on fear? Is it rational? Do I still want to believe this? Because every thought you believe Every thought that you think does not have to be one that you hold on to. You don't have to believe every thought that floats through your head. So if it's fear-based, just cross it out and then redo the journaling. When I think about weighing X, I feel and write down what you want to feel instead of how you actually feel those fear-based thoughts. So you're going to slowly and surely replace the fear-based thoughts with a positive, productive um, encouraging thought replacement. You're going to choose new thoughts that serve you. And then when the old thought pops up, just remind yourself of the new thought over and over and over again until it becomes dominant. So for Zivli members, this is really a, a powerful tool. If you notice some recurring fears, find a replacing thought, add it to your personal faith formula and read it every morning. 
You don't have to be a Zivli member to do that, to do your morning mindset work. It is so powerful. We talk so much about mindset every single week inside of Zivli because it's really the first things first. If you do your mindset work, the other action related dominoes will fall so much easier. So I think that hopefully identifying these fears Um, I'm going to read the two themes again, the fear of being different or getting attention and the fear of perceived or actual criticism, opinions, and judgments from other people um, can help you reflect upon maybe some limiting thoughts that, that might be stemming from a fear of weight loss success so that you can journal through those and start to pick more positive, productive thoughts um, on your journey to better health. I hope that you found this episode this episode helpful um, and inspiring and insightful, and I would really appreciate if you did that you shared it with a friend who might also need to hear this message. And if you haven't already, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast and leave a rating and review. That helps the algorithm, the podcast algorithm, show it to more people. So if you're finding this episode helpful, this content helpful, and you think other people would as well, a very simple thing that you can do is just to leave a rating and review. I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I'll talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.